You're listening to Rooted and Overflowing. Welcome to today's episode of Rooted and Overflowing. It is such a joy to bring you this conversation with Quinice Petway. Quinice is the author of the book, A Glimpse of Our Father, Lessons Parenthood Reveals for All of God's Children. She's also the group leader for the A Glimpse of Our Father community, where women are able to read through the book and discover ways to recognize and embrace God as our Heavenly Father. Listen in as we share the joys and parallels of parenting our children and being parented by God, our Heavenly Father. Quinice, welcome to Rooted and Overflowing. Thank you, Letitia. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me here. I am so excited to have you join us today. Um, We're both a part of Entrusted Women, and I have always been so intrigued by the name of your ministry a glimpse of our father. I would love for you to share with Rooted and Overflowing listeners, what is the story behind the name of your ministry? Well, Letitia, the story behind the name A Glimpse of Our Father started with my book title, A Glimpse of Our Father, and the Lord's Prayer. We pray our father. And often we learn that prayer, but don't necessarily focus on that piece of God being our heavenly father. Um, I grew up in the church and I learned about God. I learned about Jesus, learned about Holy Spirit, but there was never an in-depth study of our father. And so fast forward, I became a mother and through parenthood, God began to reveal himself more as my father, that aha light bulb went off. And so a glimpse of our father was birth, the book, and then it formed into the ministry, the blog and all the other things that I'm sure we will talk about um, further along. But that is how A Glimpse of Our Father, the name was birthed. Certainly. Tell us about the book, A Glimpse of Our Father. So A Glimpse of Our Father, Lessons Parenthood Reveals for All of God's Children, is a book that I wrote just about a year ago that reflects our relationship with God as our Heavenly Father um, and us being His children. And I use examples with my children and how that relates and mirrors exactly how God sees us and loves us unconditionally and wants what's best for us and sees the bigger picture and is trying to lead God and direct us and disciplines us (laughs) from time to time um, because of his love for us. And so that is what the book is about. It has 53 lessons in it that describe from a child's perspective, my daughter's words, And also from my perspective, appearance words. And once again, what God would say in those situations slash what we usually say to God as his children. That's it. You know, being a parent myself, my husband and I, we actually have conversations about that because the parent-child relationship, it certainly does expose (laughs) some of the things that we get ourselves in. We want God to bail us out. Sometimes he's so merciful and he'll pave the way for us. But then there's sometimes when he decides that we need the lesson to be taught and we need that lesson to be lived. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So from the book, what was what opened up next as far as your ministry? Then came the blog. And so I put out blog posts 
that are along the same lines of God being Heavenly Father. I'll also throw in some mental health um, perspectives in some of the posts as well, because uh-huh. my background is a licensed professional counselor. Okay. And I believe, you know, as the word said, whatsoever man thinking in his heart, so is he. So our mind has power. And so oh, yeah. some of those type of posts will be within the blog. Also has been formed a book club slash small group community called Gathering for a Glimpse, where we actually get together and go through the lessons in A Glimpse of Our Father. And there's additional work within the sessions each week that you wouldn't find in the book. And that opportunity for community with like-minded believers to encourage and strengthen one another. Yes. Now, Quinice, do you meet virtually or in person for Gathering for a Glimpse? We meet virtually for gathering for a glimpse. So we have had people from all over the United States get together, get to meet each other, connect with one another. Some have still stayed in connection with each other after the meetings because it's just that powerful and that that community that we need to grow in Christ together. That's awesome. And so now with gathering for a glimpse, you have a project with that coming up in the spring. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. So I am in the process of finishing up season two of Gathering for a Glimpse. And in the spring, probably around March, we will be starting season three to go through the book together with a new set of people who is interested in gaining more insight into who God is as their father, strengthening their relationship with him and connecting with other believers through that process. With you being a counselor, what we're sharing today is not to be construed as medical advice. I see how a glimpse of our father, it talks about our identity. Can you dive in a little bit more about what struggles are you seeing that people are having with their identity? A lot of times people don't really recognize who and whose they are to their core. We know it on the surface level. We can kind of say it to other people, but we truly aren't feeling it. And and we know that we're not feeling it. Evidence is there because we're walking defeated. Um, We're walking hopeless. Uh, We're in despair, right? But the more we begin to see, oh, I am a child of God. He did create the universe. You know, I have power because he is in me and he is for me. I'm not defeated. I am victorious because I know who and whose I am and my identity is in him because a lot of times people are finding their identity in so many other things, whether it's their career, their relationships, their accomplishments. And so then identity struggles because if those things go away, then who am I? But if we have that foundation of I am a child of God, that's enough. We're strengthened in that. So yes, I see that with people. We don't know who we are. We struggle through life. How does a glimpse of our father help support someone to be able to realize that? What are some examples of one of the chapters or sections of a glimpse of our father? So one of the lessons I like to refer to is the one about patience. So we had told my daughter that we were going to be going, and this was pre-COVID, to the mall. (laughs) She loved to play in the play area. But it wasn't time to go to the mall yet. And actually may have been the park. But either way, we were going to one of those places for her to play. 
And we weren't moving fast enough for her. And so we told her, you know, you're going to have to be patient. We're, we're going, but you're going to have to be patient. So I don't like being patient, you know, and I had to laugh because we don't like being patient. That, that is our nature as, as human beings, as God's children. How many times are we, you know, stomping and throwing temper tantrums because we are like, Lord, now this is too much. You, you're taking too long with this, you know? And so that's just one example of, you know, showing how, how we relate to God as his children. And we have to have those ouch moments of, Ooh, I do that to God. Isn't well. that something? <laughs> yes. <laughs> And see, that is what makes a glimpse of our father. So I think that's what intrigues me about it. In parenthood, we just can't deny it. We see some things that our children do, and it just gives us a moment like, you know what? I do the same thing to God. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to discipline this child. You know, I'm about to talk to this child. I'm about to tear my hair out because I've got to go through this again. But look at what we do to the Lord. And the thing about it that makes it so glorious is that because God is a loving father, what mm-hmm. he has for us, it doesn't run out. You know, it it just doesn't run out. His love, his patience, his long suffering, it doesn't run out. Along the lines of his love, there is a lesson that is titled, I love you. And it talks about how as a parent, There's nothing my child can do that can make me love her any less. She can poop on me. She can throw up on me. You know, she cannot listen after I say the same thing over and over and over. And still, my love does not change. Yes, there may be discipline. Yes, there may be, you know, a conversation that we have to have, but it doesn't change my love. No matter how much pain she may cause me, if she steps on my foot, you know, it it doesn't change. And the the same is true for God and his love is greater. We can't even fathom the depth of his love. It's even greater than that. You are absolutely right. We cannot outrun God's love. Our son, he's 16, but when he was younger, my husband, he would always talk about how, and kids do this, children do this, even after we've had to discipline them or talk to them after a couple of hours, here they come around the corner. Well, can I still go outside and play? Can I still have a pizza? That is something that is just a rich part of the parent-child relationship. Even though that child has gotten up under our fingernails mm-hmm. and had to draw the line with mm-hmm. them, that love is still behind it. You know, that yes. love is still involved. And so that child is comfortable enough to come back because they need something. And they and they still know that she had to discipline me, even though I know that I got up under her fingernails, but this is still my mom. So, yes. and I need something and I'm going to yes. come to her or, you know, yes. or this is my dad. And I know that I could still go to him. I think that that is, that's a pretty awesome dynamic. Speaking of children, I would like for you to share with our listeners, who are the people that you love? Who are the people in your four walls that help you to see more of how God is our father? So the people in my four walls are my husband of 14 years, and his name is Kit. My daughter, Nia, she is eight years old, and she is the one who inspired the book. 
And as I wrote it, then my second child was born, Brielle. She is four years old. So it is the four of us within our four walls that get to constantly be reminded of that relationship. (laughs) Most definitely. Would you like to shed any light on how you've been able to see God as your father throughout your experience? Yes, I would say that God has always been with me. I grew up in the church to the point where my mother had me on a Sunday while ushering at church, the church I grew up in until I went to college, continued in church um, throughout college. I knew that that was necessary to stay connected. And I saw God's hand in my life by him just showing me who to be around, who not to, what clubs and organizations to associate with versus not how to seek him first and not people and approval. Um, And that doesn't mean I haven't had mistakes in life, but he's always been there and he's always been there to show me grace and show me mercy and show me forgiveness and just been a dominant force in my life all throughout from blessing me to be able to get married and have children. I know everybody doesn't get that opportunity. I've just, just seen him work in my life over and over. Amen. With gathering for a glimpse, I'd love for you to shed a little bit of light on what that is actually going to be like. And we talked briefly about it just a few moments ago, but it's starting in the spring. So how is that going to unfold when it begins? With gathering for a glimpse, we start with first identifying in the first session what it is that you hope to get out of the meetings each week together. Also, we talk a little bit about what has your experience been, your earthly father, and how does that compare to your perception of God, heavenly father? And how much have you actually even dived into seeing God as father? And then we go through each lesson. Each week, we get through about three lessons or so until we're finished with the book. And so the goal is each person reads those lessons prior to group. They complete the activities in each lesson, because within the book, there are also reflect and relate activities that you get to complete um, after each lesson. And then I have additional questions that we discuss that are specific curriculum to the gathering for a glimpse that help us look at what are some of the characteristics of God that you saw within each lesson? How does that relate? Um, I'm all about relatability and application. How do I make this apply to my life? What do I do today to be able to apply this within my life? And so that's what we do each week within the lesson. And it is, everybody gets to be engaged. You don't get to be quiet and say, no, we are growing together. And our our testimonies are powerful because everyone gets to share their experiences and perceptions and how God has been father in their life. And so it's an opportunity for us to grow together. Building community is so important. When did Gathering for a Glimpse begin? Season one started in the spring of 2021. So still in the middle of the pandemic. With the community having its beginning during that time, how have you seen the community change since its beginning? Each season, new people get to come into the community and new people get to be introduced to the book. So sometimes people who were in season one introduce people who attend season two, or sometimes people who have gotten a book after the season began or ended, they then join in for that 
new season together. Yes. What is on the horizon for you and a glimpse of our father? Well, I'm going to continue with the gathering for a glimpse studies together as long as the Lord says, um, because I just believe that personal touch and connecting with people, not them just reading the book, but actually being able to talk and see real people and go through it together helps etch it on our hearts and us live it more. And so there's that that piece that I plan on continuing. I just plan on continuing to write and blog, whether it's contributing to certain websites, Christian websites, writing for my own blog, collaborating with other writers, speakers, podcasters, just to get this message out to people. And I also created some inspirational mirror cleans. They stick on your mirror to remind you of who you are and they have scripture on them. And so it's still along the lines of identity in Christ. So they may say something like, dear, beautiful God, child of God, you know, you're made in his image and likeness. That's just an example of something that may be said. So creating things that go along with and reinforce who we are in Christ. And I'm open to whatever else it is that God has me to do for him, for his glory, for his kingdom, for his people. Where is it that we can find you online? You can find me at aglimpseofourfather.com. You can find me on Instagram, Quinice Petway, and Facebook, A Glimpse of Our Father. Always awesome to lock arms and meet sisters in the Lord who are doing a great work for the Lord. And you certainly are, Quinice. So I thank you for your time today. Thank you, Letitia. It has been a pleasure to be here with you on today. I appreciate the invitation. Thanks for listening to this episode of Rooted and Overflowing. To listen on your favorite app, visit rootedandoverflowing.com. When you're there, you can also click the About tab and gain access to resources that are designed to inspire you in your walk with Christ. When you rate and review the show on your favorite app, it helps me to make sure I'm sharing information that's helpful. So let me know how I'm doing and invite a friend to listen. Until next time, stay rooted in Christ and overflow with gratitude.